Remember that recent meeting we had? It was the CEO of a company and he was actually, I think he was being very sensitive and he wanted to say it so much more harshly, but he was kind of saying like, all these people in the company are like saying they're burnout and we're like, we don't want you to be burnout. We actually support a non-burnout environment. And, uh, and he was kind of trying to say like, I don't want it to be that way. I, I hope you're not feeling like I'm causing the burnout or creating that environment, right. like wanting it to be that way. He was like, could you tell the coaches yeah. <laughs> to pass on for me that on I care about their burnout? Yes. He was like, tell them I care about their burnout. It and was so like- we kind of stepped in. Sometimes we'll have to like put words in their mouth to say the, the thing that maybe they want to say. So I was the bad cop and was like, yeah, I know what you mean. It's this funny thing where like burnout's a huge topic right now, but it's always framed as like the company is the villain burning out its people. And I know that what's often true is a lot of those people, and in his case, a lot of them are also fairly new to um, to the workplace, are like not managing themselves and their energy well. Right. And so it's not like their fault either but it is a two-way street and he was just so relieved that we said it yeah he's like wow ah uh, yes he's yes. like sometimes i'm not allowed to say that but yes. yeah and so then he was like could you also tell your coaches <laughs> to, <laughs> to focus on time management and delegation because i thought it was a really healthy really, response yeah, i did too if it if i were him i'd just want to get mad about it <laughs> <laughs> it was like yeah i yeah. think i think in most cases of burnout there is a big percentage of it that's on the person to they're just they either they haven't learned the skills Mm -hmm. and that's unfortunate and we should fill that gap but also they haven't taken the effort to learn how to manage their energy and their time right and that's actually what's causing it yep of course it's a two-way street of course (laughs) we've all been in but i like that what came out of it was that it was a two-way street yeah, I think so. It's like, okay, we can also be cognizant as the leaders to, to A, tell them we don't want them to be burnt out. B, mm-hmm. like help set an environment that doesn't promote it, like yeah. expectations and crazy meeting cultures and stuff. Right. All right. Shout out to Christian. He's gotten, this may be his third shout out on the podcast. <laughs> um, does he listen? This is how we'll know if he listens to our podcast. Next time, let's ask him <laughs> about right. the shout out. Um and it was cool because we've been loving the workshops with his team. He's the CEO of like a fast growing company that uh, they, I just love how they're all in. Like their workshops are so energetic because they're like, mm-hmm. yes, we are hungry. Are. Let's make changes. Let's learn and grow. Yeah. And, and so we kind of just flat out asked like, okay, if we didn't come today, would like, would you guys have gotten this stuff done? How long would it have taken? And they just they're so blunt. I kind of yeah, love it. It's so, refreshing. They're like, oh, we never, we wouldn't have gotten it done. Yeah, no. We wouldn't have even had this meeting. We're too busy. <laughs> and, <laughs> That's right. And um, I think obviously that made us feel good, but it was a fun, it was kind of like a fun, um, people who really just dive all in and they, and they're, yeah. um, they're going to squeeze every last drop out of it. Yeah. I love though that you, he specifically talked about how, no, we not only we, we wouldn't have done it, but we would have like gone in circles and like thought about it. Yeah. So that's actually what was really funny to me. And to me, the, the, the shout out on the shout out is that he's, <laughs> he's a great leader knowing what he can and cannot do. He is really he's humble like, in that way. Yeah. He comes across very kind of like stoic almost. Mm-hmm. And then in conversation, we've realized he's very humble to just admit where, Yeah. I mean, they've said many times we were just like 
almost a blank slate. Everything you guys talk about is, it was kind of like new to us. Yeah. And I admire that. That's inspired me because it can feel like, oh, I gotta, I gotta be like, know the answers on everything. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Oh, this is funny. We talked, maybe it was the last episode, uh, about a personality thing around knowing your partner or your spouse's personality helps make the weekends better. Yeah. Wasn't that it? I yeah, think and I didn't know that month. you, huh? <laughs> three of the spouse uh, personality. Oh, myths. God. <laughs> I love lots it. Lots of spouse. Oh, gosh, that is really funny. Oh, God. Well, we clearly, clearly have a lot of <laughs> to think about. It does. Yeah. It I comes guess. up a lot, yeah. apparently. Well, I was thinking specifically understanding their personality, each other's personalities, helps you fight better. Mm-hmm. And this is definitely a personal one. I've like, we did not fight well at first. What did that look like? Not fighting well, not talking. <laughs> I thought you were going to ask like, what yes. did the fights look like? Just kind of lay it out for me. Um, no, like, what does not fighting well look like? Um, it, for us, it was, it was all or nothing. So it's like okay. nothing until everything, everything okay. knocked down, drag out. Okay. Like got it. The ends in being mad at each other. The ends in, just way too angry like that ends in nothing constructive got it and i think fighting well that's yeah. an interesting topic we should dive into that one sometime yeah fighting well to me at least in this example meant well yes we're disagreeing but how can we understand the other person and like come up with some steps to move forward right. still not might not be happy but right and in a good mm-hmm. place versus a, yeah. a really bad place so i think for us I think everyone can relate to this. I used to just think you're crazy and you th- thought I was crazy. But now that we understand each other's wiring more, it's there's more empathy and I can at least understand why you're coming from the place you're coming from. I would be curious what you would say to those of us that haven't been married for 15 years <laughs> and maybe like haven't discovered that yet. Oh my gosh. Well, you make it sound like we've figured it out or something, <laughs> but I think that's a good question. Okay, here's my here's my initial thought. That is actually a good topic we could go in many directions on. I think on a practical note, we a lot of times we send clients to this website, 16personalities.com, because they do really good thorough readouts and it's free. So I would say, um, just kind of in a fun, light way, say, I was listening to this podcast. And they said, try the 16 personalities. Let's do it. And so you each do the assessment. It's basically Myers-Briggs. And then um, just over dinner or something really casual and light, don't make it a serious, just um, read the outputs because it gives you a page that says Mm -hmm. like, this is what's true about your personality type. Mm -hmm. Here's why I think it's maybe a good, um, a good step because it's a third, the web, the website is the third party. Mm-hmm. I was going to say initially like, and then talk about it in a counseling session, right. <laughs> buy a coaching session from greenhouse. Maybe That's so. All right. It's just like the website acts as the third party, the same way a coach or a counselor does where it's like, I'm not judging you and you're not judging me. Instead, you the website just, said you, it. I, I feel like you could say it says right here. Yeah. Right here it says, and you can start. <laughs> See, I was right. (laughs) And then we explode again. Oh, gosh. You know, you know that the other personality assessment I love is insights, insights, discovery. And I definitely have learned that's a newer one for me in the last year. Mm -hmm. And I've like done personalities forever. And I always feel like it helps Adam and I be better communicators. But I feel like we've gone up a level from one takeaway that was 
that the yellows tend to talk really fast yeah. and process mm. and that greens process slower, which I already knew. But the part in the assessment that stood out to me was it said things you can do yeah. like to be helpful. Slow down. Yeah. Let them finish their. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I remember I, I interrupt that man so Often, but I am doing better, and he notices it too. I'm like, yeah. I kind of sit on my and hands. It's easier sometimes. to digest like, because the website said the it website to you. said. <laughs> I think the other part is you just did it. You said yellow does this and green does that, and actually, like when I got certified, which was a different assessment called personalysis, they actually taught us. It was a big chunk of the training. You do not say yellow people are like this. Mm, green people right. do that. <laughs> the green people, I know. Because you find people do that with any assessment. Yes, oh, you know, fives do this and right. threes do that. It's like, no, the um, you say yellow is like this. Green is like that. Right. It's, again, it's dissociating from the person to a trait of a type That's of right. people that mm -hmm. like it, it's, it makes it less emotionally yeah. attached. Anyway, that's Instead of screaming at him like this, you green. <laughs> You're always. They're so green You're right such now. A green. Um, yeah. Okay. All, All right. right. Move it along. I got a question from someone uh, regarding their business. How they, I think they were getting flustered with, I'm always losing track of to do's and there's just so many things and I don't know how to keep track of stuff and streamline like the ad almost like the admin part of it all. Mm -hmm. How do I keep up with that? Because I'm busy delivering the product or the service. Okay, so the main part, it's probably more fun too. Do you agree? Ye like, yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, like usually that's the part business owners are having more fun with. Right. It's so more it's the probably, reason they got into yeah. it versus the admin side. Yeah. And so um, it's kind of like you recently did a workshop um, with a team on uh, meetings, mm -hmm. having better meetings. Right. And we joked about how it sounds so lame when you say right. it out loud, but people actually love and eat up that topic because mm -hmm. it's the majority they of our life. They want to have better yeah. meetings. <laughs> it's the pain point every day. Yeah. It's similar here. We're like the admin thing and the always losing track of stuff is the pain point every day. So it yeah. may sound lame, but it's not to anyone mm -hmm. living it. So um, I just agreed. I think like the worst thing is when you straight up forget things. That's You've worst. got like paying customers. They're expect. Yeah. And isn't it funny? We expect like perfect service when we're the customer. Oh, yeah. What? But then, you know, when you're on the other side, you realize like there's a lot to keep track of. It is hard. Mm -hmm. If one little thing, you know, mm -hmm. if they gave me my kava delivery and forgot to put in the fork, like oh. I'm livid, but they were balancing a lot of stuff going right. on. So I think that's but real. They don't really care. They because, don't care. Yeah, they don't care. <laughs> Like we just want the fork. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But I think it's also in business hard to finish every day feeling behind. Like Joe, I, I know you can relate to this one where the somehow the to-do list, you you crushed it that day, but the to-do list actually got longer. Mm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so I feel like people talk about a lot with it that it's tough to know when to stop at the end of the day because of that. And like that part's true. But I think there's also like an emotional toll that it takes too of you're like, I just can never get ahead. Yeah. I can never really keep up. Even. So you wake up every day behind. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh. And then weekends kind of sometimes aren't really that exciting because you're like, oh, I guess oh. I'm supposed to like pause and get more <laughs> right. behind. Yeah. Or whatever. So I'm going to give like the silver, silver bullet. You know how sometimes a lot of times in coaching there isn't one, but I've, I've had, what is it? Three different coaching clients recently have kind of entered into this exact process I should talk about this on the podcast because it is kind of a silver bullet. I'm just going to go through it exactly. 
Is a silver bullet a good thing? <laughs> it's hard to say. <laughs> We're both like, so theory, it's like if it's going right? through me, still, you know, like, <laughs> is it? It's a bullet. <laughs> but what about like a I'm gold gonna, bullet? Is that even better? I'm going to act like you just didn't say that. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Um, <laughs> okay. Step one. You got to create a focus sprint. And it might be a day. It might be a week. It might be a month. I'm working with someone right now who's doing it for the next two months. Okay. What I mean by that is you are going to finally get organized and get over the hump of being behind. So it's it's like a clear the decks for this amount of time and put a timeline on it. And for this period of time, you are going to get caught up and organized and get everything in place. It's it's like the best feeling to even think about doing it because you're like, oh my gosh, you mean to say in two weeks I'm going to be like, finally everything's fixed. And it's like, yes, completely everything fixed. Whoa. <laughs> it's not even possible. Yeah. I know. <laughs> um, and so part of what makes that so magical is that if I just try to get things organized and build systems and whatever, get stuff in place in all the 20 minute gaps between meetings every day, it takes mm -hmm. an eternity. And yeah. so you're discouraged from the outset. Yeah. You're like, this is just never going to, I'm never going to get caught up. It's like if you had to deep clean the whole house in like 30 minutes no, you need to kind of like set aside a day and be like spring cleaning day. Yep. We're buckling down and getting it done. Right. And so the other thing there you can quickly see is the mindset shift. It's like you are getting into spring cleaning mode and you're putting on the right clothes and you're getting the gear out and you're like getting in that mode completely. You're not distracted by needing to go to the grocery store or like... That's make... the only thing you can do. Right. And so what else do you do? You don't cook meals, you order it, take out for all of them. Mm -hmm. You don't like wear nice clothes at all. You put on, you know, the scrub and oh, you, you set up the whole situation yes. to just like dive in and get it done. Are we on the cleaning? Is that what you meant by the, yeah. okay, got it. I missed the part that that's why we were dressing <laughs> nice. <laughs> so what happens first when we're coaching is we're like, all right, let's go like who, what, when, where, why, all these things. Sure. So what are you going to do during the sprint? Mm -hmm. Let's lay it out, list out the things that need to get done. Mm -hmm. When are you going to do it? Like we decide a timeline and we even decide like the times of the day. And where is what people miss. Yeah. Where always gets missed. It's like for a lot of people, that means you can't be at your normal office. You right. got to go to a coffee shop or somewhere mm -hmm. else where you won't get pulled into the normal distractions. Mm -hmm. um, and so thinking about all mm -hmm. of that is like, how can I get all the other normal stuff off my plate for this period of time? And, uh, it was really fun because recently the the guy who's doing it for two months, mm -hmm. we had to pull out his calendar and be like, okay, there's all these recurring meetings with his team, with clients, can't do those right. and push those off. But that's what makes it doable because he's yeah. not pushing them off forever. It's just temporary while and, he's getting... Yeah. Mm -hmm. In fact, he like he breathed a sigh of relief when he realized, oh, I don't have to tell my team I'm like leaving you forever. But hey, for this two-month period, I'm, this is what's going to be different because mm -hmm. I need to get ahead on the big stuff. Um, and then sometimes it's fun. You can build in these other things that become like twofers for this person in particular. He was like, well, um, me and my wife have been struggling to like find time to like, uh, spend together and catch up on life. And so since I'm not going to be my normal busy during the day, 
they scheduled like a standing lunch date. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it was like every Thursday. And so it was kind of this extra win because that was one of his goals. But nor- during the normal day-to-day life, it's hard to fit that stuff in. Yeah. So that's, that's step one is do a focus sprint to get everything organized. So it's to get everything organized, not necessarily to get everything done. It's to get organized what you need to get done. Exactly. Like the person who was asking me this question was like, I need to set up these billing systems and I need to get like my tracking stuff in place. Right. I need to figure out how I do to-do lists and I need to get these web pages fixed. And it's like, there's never time for all that stuff. So you have to, you have to plan with yourself to make a plan. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Of course, this is skipping ahead, but it also then allows for instead of rushing through those tasks, mm-hmm. you're able to sit in it and and maybe do the things that pop up that you weren't expecting as right. well. So I think that's the major light bulb moment for most people. Mm-hmm. Just do a focus sprint. If you need accountability, then do it with someone else. This is where coaching really helps. Mm-hmm. You know, get that part of it in place as well. So you, you don't kind of uh, mess up your own plan. Within that sprint, here's a couple ideas of some of the things that people typically do to get uh, their house in order. This is a funny one. We could do a whole podcast on this. And it's like, again, it sounds lame, but people love this topic. Is how do you keep track of your notes and to do's? It's so huge. It's everything. I have coached people on this one and they'll sometimes we'll have we'll have talked about like the complexities of life, right? In our, in our <laughs> yeah. and at the end of our like six weeks together or whatever, I might say something like, What was one thing that really stood out to you? And they'll be like, one notebook. <laughs> yeah. I'm having one notebook for my notes. Like, but we talked about the meaning of I'm life. Like, Wait a minute. Yeah. And they're just like changed everything. Changed everything. It's so practical. And I don't know. I don't know why it's such a common problem, but just that's exactly the tip. I think they just don't think of it. They just, yeah. it's so, so somebody told me, yeah, before I walked into a meeting, remember we were at this one session and he was like, yeah, what I pretty much do is I just kind of grab any piece of paper, <laughs> yes. any piece of paper just sitting around and I bring it into the meeting and I'm like, and then what? He's like, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. I, I'm picturing this one session where the person was on video and they're in their office. I was like, so show me, like, where do you, how do you keep track of notes? And they just start pulling in all these like, things. They were like three different notebooks. Yeah. There was some kind of app on the phone, different yeah. one on the computer, email, <laughs> calendar. And then at the end, I thought she was done. And then she grabs this pile of post-it notes. Post-it notes. That's a, yeah. And she's like, and yeah. these are some other ones. Yeah. Right. And I was like, oh, yeah. God, here we go. Right. So yeah, one place one for place. notes and to do's. Yep. And it's got to be something that can always be with you. So when you like have that brilliant idea in the car, it's with you. Boom, yep. you can instantly. Or get if it. it's not, I must say, I then put it in that place when mm-hmm. I get back home. Just like, okay, know. yeah. So that's the other. If you have multiple places, have a weekly meeting with yourself where you consolidate mm-hmm. all the notes. Mm-hmm. That yep. also helps. Um, another big thing for people is time blocks. During the sprint, you want to get some time blocks on your calendar for the important stuff. So maybe it's um, strategic work and a block every week that that's always there for you to do thinking work or strategic work. Maybe it's a block for um, clients. If you have clients, for example, and it's like, that's where they go. So they don't like kind of sprinkle in your whole week and take up everything. Mm -hmm. Maybe it's a, I don't know. Like what are the other things people have blocks for? Mm -hmm. So, uh, I, we have people who have, I mean, 
business. We're t- you're talking about business owners, and I have a little bit more of more. Okay. Perfect. So the point is like one on ones. The point is themes. I like. I think what I'm hearing that a lot of people say is they're like, if I block certain themes throughout the week too, it also helps me not be like boom, bing, bang, like all over the place. Right. Like there's something called the creator's schedule where like every Monday is an admin day. Every yeah. Tuesday is a co- client day. Right. Every Wednesday is a product day, et cetera. Right. Like, well, you guys do that for my calendar and I love it. I pretty much coach on Tuesdays and Wednesdays. Mm-hmm. We make the exception, but those are my days. So I, I like wake up very like whoosh, coach day, Yeah, you know, it's like a mindset. Yeah. It helps me. And the reason you need to do this, like blocking the calendar during, during the sprint is because you have to get it out there into the future where there's nothing else on the calendar yes, yet. That's right. So it's kind of like uh, when you try to retroactively add it when a week is already scheduled out too late, <laughs> like you're yeah. already, now you're going to have to decline a bunch of stuff. Right. Um, so blocks are big and I think this is more of a coaching topic. I don't think we can give a hack on this, but how to protect that time is usually the problem, especially an entrepreneurial type. They can put blocks all day and they're just not going to follow them. And the, the real trick, comes in how do you protect that time effectively that's that's coaching because it's all tied up in your mindsets and beliefs and habits and like the inner working of your personality yeah so so bottom line with the calendar blocking is um it is just getting ahead of your schedule actually uh, an author i love greg McEwen, he had the best quote on this he said if you don't prioritize your life someone else will <laughs> that's the idea that's so good that's the idea so um you're kind of being the ceo of your own calendar mm-hmm. the last thing i'd say to do during the sprint that's probably going to apply is um delegating some stuff but not the way we typically think of delegating what i mean here is like apps mm-hmm. and systems that can do it faster than you mm-hmm. and so i mean today name any task or thing like there is an app for it there's a system for it there's a way to automate it even um joe we were talking about the motion app for admin stuff yeah i mean it is pretty awesome how far it's come and how sophisticated it is it can anticipate things for you it can take care of your inbox and it can do all these things so um there are definitely apps and systems that are not worth it for you and there are some that are worth it for you this is a time to decide the ones that are worth it and just get them set up. It's always one of those things where you're like, oh, I'll just set it up, create an account. I get in there. I'm going to click some buttons. And seven hours later, you're like, whoa, it led me down all these paths I didn't know about. Yeah. And so I think that's why it's such a hard thing to do in the regular day to day. They seem easy, but they're not. Um, <laughs> I was asking Ashley about this one because uh, she was she was working on this. And she said, the thing I just realized is I just got to be willing to pay for things to save that time. I think before she was just worried about like saving money everywhere possible. Right. But sometimes it's worth it. Yeah. Um, sorry. I feel that way about my house cleaner. It's like, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. I have more. I have bigger. I have, I have so many other things to do that I'm going to pay for that. It's an example of that. It's yeah. Tangible. So I think that's the kind of stuff you can get accomplished in a sprint. That I think is all we need to say in this episode, but I was, I was thinking about a while back, Charles Duhigg had that book habit, the power of habit mm-hmm. that got really popular. And then I think since then there's been some other ones like, um, atomic, habits. atomic habits got big. Um, Gail Matthews had one, I think. Anyway, the point is 
Charles Duhigg talked about the idea of a keystone habit that through a bunch of different research mm. always kept coming up as a theme that there's always this one habit that ends up changing all the other habits. Uh, it's really good. And so yeah. if you're a busy person and you don't have time to change all the habits, just focus on that mm -hmm. one. Mm -hmm. So then your task becomes identifying what's the keystone mm -hmm. one. I think this focus sprint idea is like a keystone habit. Mm -hmm. It is one thing you can do and you can get people in your life to help you for those one week, two weeks, whatever the time is um, to help you out. And part of why I thought about talking about it is Ashley's doing a sprint this week for her business. And she was like, I, I can't do that. And I said, I'll take care of all the normal chores that you do like for this one week. And, and then she had to organize some other stuff to like get normal stuff out of the way. It's doable because it's time bound. So you, you do this one thing and it becomes the thing that that kind of unlocks all the other things. Mm -hmm. I guess that's the idea. And again, uh, most people come to us saying like, I, yeah, but I just need like the structure and accountability, like someone to guide me through it, to keep me on the hook. And so get coaching for that. Like we do coaching for that specific thing mm -hmm. because yeah, I mean, I've tried it myself too. It's very hard to do it all on your own. Mm -hmm.